This is the 5 o'clock report, 20 minutes of uninterrupted news, commercial free. I'm Jeff Kaplan. KSL's top story. At this point, it's a blustery wind. Tonight, it'll reach gale force overnight, even stronger. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson is live at the storm desk with the latest. Heather. Well, Jeff, trees are definitely swaying, and my hair is whipping around in the wind here in Bountiful, but it's still pretty mild. Currently, winds are only about 20 miles per hour. But KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says the worst of it will later tonight. Today is the start of the storm. Uh, we're probably just going to see the winds uh, for most of the state, mainly dry, uh, but gusting over 40 miles an hour across the Wasatch Front. But the West Desert gusting to 60. We could even see a little blowing dust. Now is a good time to batten down the hatches and bring all outdoor objects inside. Power outages and fallen trees could be an issue if we hit those peak wind speeds. Because of the high gusts expected, UDOT is asking people to drive safely, especially as you're passing large trucks out on the road. Even Amtrak is canceling a few trains for safety reasons. After the wind and snow, we'll see, or after all that wind, we'll see a cold front move in Saturday that's bringing rain and snow about three to six inches along the Wasatch Front. Reporting live, I'm Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. Yeah, Heather, I hear the wind blowing against your microphone. Blowing snow has sent skiers of Powder Mountain heading to the parking lot. The wind is clocked at 70 miles an hour. They've shut down the mountain through tomorrow. You don't want to be on a chairlift that catches a 70-mile-an-hour gust, right? Palmau might reopen for night skiing tomorrow evening. Solitude and Deer Valley have closed some trails because of the wind. So if, if you're planning to head out tomorrow, you better check ahead. Utah lawmakers have now approved nearly $2 billion in funding for both an MLB stadium and an NHL arena. Lawmakers gave the thumbs up to the arena after last-minute changes today. KSL News Radio's Eric Cabrera is live with the latest. Eric? Jeff, the bill sponsor, Representative John Hawkins, made those changes, tweaking the name of the project from the Capital City Reinvestment Zone to the Revitalization Zone. Also, lines addressing public safety, homelessness mitigation, as well as parking plans and transportation were added in the final moments before voting. What wasn't changed? The framework for an NBA or NHL owner like Ryan Smith, for example, to help come together and revitalize the downtown Salt Lake City experience. So far, signs point to building the $1 billion arena where the Delta Center currently stands. Hawkins referenced the Olympics on the way in 10 years, saying, we want our capital city to be vibrant, a great place for families to enjoy, not only as a city, but as a state. Salt Lake City Mayor and Aaron Mendenhall released a joint statement this morning with Ryan Smith, admitting lots of work ahead and creating an unrivaled experience in the city. Reporting live on the Hill, Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. The legislature will consider hundreds of bills between now and midnight. They'll all head to the governor's desk for his final say. So, is he thinking about vetoing any of them? So, not right now and and this speaks to the relationship i have with the legislature um there are dozens of bills that i would have vetoed but we've sat down we've worked on them we've negotiated we we've changed them they they were willing to make changes he told me about a half an hour ago that he might veto a few bills but none came to mind at the moment ksl news time 504 the u.s will begin air dropping aid to gaza Maria Chaleos is live. She's at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, President Biden announcing the new humanitarian aid to Gaza. He also says the U.S. will continue to search for additional ways to deliver assistance. Aid flowing to Gaza is nowhere nearly enough 
now. It's nowhere nearly enough. The announcement comes a day after more than 100 Palestinians were killed during a chaotic encounter with Israeli troops as they raced to pull goods off an aid convoy. The largest wildfire in Texas history has now consumed one million acres and continues to rage on. Governor Greg Abbott says it's burned a hole in the heart of Texas cattle country and killed at least two people. It's just gone, completely gone. Nothing left but ashes on the ground. Meantime, it's snow plaguing the West Coast today. Yosemite National Park is closed due to the massive snowstorm. We wanted to go to Glacier Point or something like that. We wanted to just uh, see some nature. The closure means visitors from around the world, like Jacek Jansen, are out of luck. And the CDC today issuing new guidelines for those diagnosed with COVID. Instead of being treated like an emergency, it's now being considered more like the flu. The CDC is recommending that those diagnosed with COVID stay home and away from people until at least 24 hours after symptoms get better and there is no fever without medication. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 505. First look traffic on the 5 o'clock report. Here's Ricky Meese. I've watched the camera along I-80 in parts of Tooele County, especially by Lake Point, and you can tell the winds are kicking up. And KSL traffic trooper Lawrence saying along I-215 South Belt, we're also seeing winds affecting the drive. You're going to get bumped around a bit. We have a new accident in Davis County, northbound Redwood Road at 1100 North, and crews still working on the crash northbound Legacy in Farmington. Ricky Meese in the KSL traffic center.